651-641-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Butkus Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Finishing strong, just, you know, not growing uh, worry and just, you know, coming out to practice, just making it count every day because, you know, time is ticking, you know, it's getting slimmer and slimmer day by day. And um, it's still still games left. So just making it count, just coming out here, uh, preparing the same way we've been preparing. Uh, the program is in great hands. You know, um, they some great coaches, great staff, and I can't wait to see what they do moving forward. C.J. Colden. Dude has come on strong lately, hadn't he? Playing really good football. Yep, been what they needed at that uh, that spot. Um, he said, "I can't wait to see what they do in the future." He could come back next year, right? I, I want to say that he can. I don't know. Doesn't sound like he's going to, based on that comments. I've totally given up on trying to figure out who can and cannot. It's pretty confusing. Return for another season, and this is probably going to go on for. At least two more years, right? Well, I I doubt that you're still going to know eight years time who's a junior or senior, even when the COVID years lifted. But well, you would have had to, us, have, yes. Well, you have to have been a a true freshman in 2021 to not have any type of COVID year built in. So, yeah, it will continue for quite some time. Um, but yeah, I. I'm guessing he can probably come back. I don't know if he's going to. Um, he's played well lately. I, I I don't think he's played himself into any type of high draft position. So I, I would guess that if he has the avail- availability to come back that he would. But I don't know. Don't know. Um, I wonder like, what position do you think defensively will be heavily um, scouted in the transfer portal. Backer? Um, probably all of them. <laughs> Backer, defensive line, certainly will. I think whether you get David Hicks or not here down the stretch, um, I, I think that they're going to go heavy defensive line anyway via the portal, whether you get David Hicks or not. But obviously, his commitment one way or the other is going to be a factor. I would say the front seven, though, mostly. Yeah. Yep. Um because you do have some young, and I'm not saying that they don't have young players at uh, in the front seven that they don't like. Clearly, they do, but you really got some young players in the back end that you feel pretty good about. Yeah, yeah. And, and I guess I'll I'll kind of pose the question to the text line, and we'll open things up here. The segment after these past you know few games, how do you feel about the future of the OU defense uh, with Brent Venables at the helm? You still really nervous about it? You still don't think that they're very good? Uh, are you very optimistic now after the past couple of games? I'm just interested how people are viewing what the future of the defense is going to look like. Because this is, I, at least for me, this is the most optimistic I've been about the defense since the Nebraska game. And I don't think it's that close. I feel pretty good about the spot that they're currently in. Um, Would like to see them play really well again against Tech. That's kind of the next step, but I feel good currently. Yeah. You know... There's some spots where I've been encouraged at development and other spots where um, not as much. I'm left wanting more. Um, 
I think interior defensive line have been encouraged. I kind of like what I've seen, especially recently. Um, I think at inside backer, I've been encouraged. I like what I've seen, especially recently. I I really like the future, what it looks like at safety. And I think I can safely say the same for corner. Okay. The places where I'm worried and feel like we need massive improvement is edge. And for right now, I'm like Deshaun White, I think, has done a good job at Cheetah, but that spot worries me for the future. Sure. Yeah, because he's gone after this year. He's going to be gone. He's been one of your better players defensively this year. Cheetah and Edge. We don't have we don't have a difference maker at Edge right now. I I hoped, especially with the way things started off, that the growth and development of both Reggie Grimes and Ethan Downs was was going to be, you know, one of the one of the big points of like looking at this defense at years in, I was hoping that we were going to look at that and say, "Boy, we've got, we've got something really brewing here," but that really hasn't been the case. I I don't know how much. I mean, there's been improvement, but I don't know that it's really even kept pace with the other positions on the team. And as other teams get better and develop through seasons, I feel like we've lost ground at edge and. That you cannot be a great defense if you don't have a great edge player. Sure. Well, help us on the way with that. Uh, PJ Adabare, five star edge, going to be here. We need help like now, though. Yeah. And maybe he is. Maybe he's a true freshman that can come out there and play. And, you know, there's, there's a lot to play an edge. It's not just physical assets. You've got to have. You got to have a great feel for the game. You've got to have some great technique. I mean, there's a lot to it. You know, freshmen can do it. Not one of the positions I would say that are likely for fresh, true freshmen to come out, be a difference maker. But I, our Mason Thomas has, he's he's shown some really nice flashes. But as a true freshman, he just doesn't have it for every down. You know, yeah, I, he, for sure. it's. He's, but he's, that, but that is one guy to be excited about, and I think optimistic about. Yeah. But he needs to make the the list of names that we could have for this conversation long. But or Mason Thomas needs to make a massive jump between right now and the start of next year. Yeah, I'm confident he will. Crucial for him. Crucial for this defense. One hundred percent. I think he'll make some big leaps, and he's got some good experience this year, being you know thrown into the mix a little bit. But I. I don't know I I would say transfer portal if there's a if there's if there's any big edge guys that are in the portal and I'm sure there will be somewhere like that could help us tremendously. Text line says ask me after the tech game. Yeah. In terms of your optimism about the defense. I think that's fair. I let's see how they handle success. This will be the Tech's a better offense than both OSU and West Virginia, at least the product that you got from OSU last week and where they're currently at. Yeah. For sure. Um, Tech yeah. definitely has a better running game, I think, than both of those teams. I don't know if statistically that holds up or not, but 
OSU's running game, outside of Spencer Sanders, I wasn't concerned about them at all. And they right. showed us no reason to be concerned about it. Never satisfied, uh, extremely excited, says the 918. Let's see. Um, it's a no-brainer defense will be better. Just need time and practice and for the offense to milk some clock to keep them from wearing out. Yeah. Yeah. The, the complimentary nature of – the games this year has not been of benefit to this team. And at times it's been offense. At times it's been defense. We've, we've got to be able to, uh, to put together better full games all three phases. I don't feel good about the defense, says the 5-8-0. Two good games means nothing. Well, you've had more than two good games this year. You've had the past two games were good games. The Iowa State game was a good game. The Nebraska game was a good game. The Kent State game was a good game. And I guess the UTEP game, maybe you call that a good game. I don't know. But you have about five or six this year. Yeah. Now, when it's been bad, it's been really bad for sure. But you've had more than two good games defensively. Yeah. And um, two good games, even if it was two good games, it does mean something. It means they've played two good games in a row. So, I mean, if you choose to throw out the good things you see and only look at the bad things you see, then I could understand how you're not encouraged by the defense at all. So, um, I don't know. You have to maybe peel things back a little bit. We all know what the product looks like right now. And if you want to look for signs of things to be encouraged about, I, there's plenty of things there. If you just want to look at the product, say it's not good enough, and say that everything sucks and you're not encouraged by anything, well, then that's what you'll see. And, you know, I, I guess it's your choice to spend your time doing that. But I don't know. If, if uh, this is something that you enjoy watching and enjoy talking about and enjoy trying to think of, you know, what it might look like in the future and what moves we might make and what guys may turn into good players and who may stay and who may go, well, then there's, there's things to look at and, and feel encouraged by and to evaluate what you think. But if you're just a everything sucks guy, then everything will always suck and you'll always find a reason for everything to suck. So enjoy that. I feel we will replace Iowa State as the premier defense year in and year out with a much better offense as we recruit better players for BV to develop. I'm extremely optimistic, Bill the Astros fan. Great take, Bill, but hate your baseball team. <laughs> We've got a long way to go. Um, oh, you need to start banging on trash cans and start stealing calls from the other team. That Yeah, let's get that going, please. Iowa State still signals. I was watching the Tech video uh, last night, and th- there's a play where Tech is about to run an over route, and on the video you can see the Iowa State coaches on the sideline jumping up and down, going crazy, and whenever they get some of the guys' attention, they're all giving the over route signal to them, <laughs> and then they right when they snap the ball, then here it comes. Which, you know, a lot of times you can see that from, like, there may be some formation tells and stuff like that in there. But 
there's also uh, there's also sign stealing going on in yeah. college football. It 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 happens 100. percent It happens, and it's just part of the game, in my opinion. Just like baseball, man. Get, get you better can steal signals. signs from the catcher, mix them up, get better signals. That's right. Any way that you can gain an advantage. What did Mark Grace say? If you're not, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Was that Mark? Are we crediting Mark Grace with that? That's I don't one know. of the best I, quotes of all time. I, I I feel like he was credited with that when I was a kid, nice. back when he was the first baseman for the Cubs. Which, if the Cubs were trying to cheat back in those days, then uh, man, they really sucked. If they were job. if they were cheating and still couldn't win <laughs> back there. Uh, the existence of Roof and Chavis still gives me huge pause. Chavis seems to be a really good recruiter, but the ends have been non-existent throughout the year and can't use their eyes or hands. Roof is useless on all fronts. Hard to grow to good or even elite when two-fifths of your staff are weighing you down. Eh, I don't know. That seems that seems a bit harsh. Um, I I agree that there hasn't been a lot of improvement from the edge players throughout the year. I think there's been some, um, but you know, just like anything else, those guys are learning on the fly. Ethan Downs, particularly, still young. Um, I don't know. I'm willing to to give it some time. I don't. I don't know that. You know, there's some positions on your team on your coaching staff that I guess what I'm trying to say is there's 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 coaches and there's recruiters and there's some guys that are great coaches and great recruiters and then there's there's always a mix in between there of where guys kind of fall on that spectrum and Rarely are you going to have a, a roster of coaching staff that is all great coaches and great recruiters. There's going to be some that are better recruiters than they are coaches. And I think as of right now, I think Chavis probably falls into that category. But, you know, just like anything else, Chavis is uh, a young coach that doesn't have a tremendous amount of experience coaching the position. And my guess is he's probably going to get better too. He'll probably evaluate, you know, what he did this year that worked with those guys, what resonated, and what did not. So, um, I like having Miguel Chavis on the staff. Coach Roof, you know, I think that he's been placed in a in a position to where anything bad that happens on the defense, he's going to catch heat from it, and anything good that happens with the defense, he he's going to be overlooked. He's not in a he's not in a great position, but. Um, you know, I've seen good improvement with the linebackers this year. And I know Venables is going to get all the credit for that, and maybe deservedly so, but Ted Roof is still there with those guys in meetings every single day, coaching those guys in individual every single day. So I I don't know. I'm I'm just willing to give the staff some time. Two more. Extremely optimistic. Give BV a few years, and we'll be right there with Bama and Georgia. You know, Maybe, hopefully, but I, I think that some things outside the defense are going to have to happen for OU to have the defense or have a defense at the level of Bama and Georgia. And it starts with what we talked about last segment. They're going to have to figure out their balance offensively before I think that this defense is going to be put in a position to be in the likes of Bama and Georgia. 
Their mm-hmm. offense is going to have to help aid their defense a little bit more. And I know that college football has changed from 20 years ago, but Georgia still played elite defense last year. I don't know if OU can play elite defense if they're out on the field a game and a half more than their offense through 11 games on the season. Yeah, it'll be difficult. But, you know, just just like the defense, I expect the offense to improve. Um, you know, here's the thing. It, it's not going to happen overnight, but we're on a good pace right now. The recruiting class that they have and – just of the guys that they have committed right now, if everything just stands as it is right now, th- this will be the best defensive recruiting class that Oklahoma has had in a long time yep. at a bunch of different positions. D-line, edge, safety, backer, corner. There's just there's a It's the most balanced class that they've had in yeah. quite some time, for sure. And there's no denying that. If like, this class will not aside from maybe an anomaly, but I'm just trying to get ahead of the the curve here, guys. This class will not help the defense next year. This class will help mm. the defense the year following. So you don't think any of these guys are going to play immediately? I don't – I would – no. I, mm. No. Well, I mean, we've seen some young guys play this year defensively. Yeah. I mean, not in necessarily a starter role, but you're seeing RSJ get in there. I mean, we don't need – everyone knows the true freshmen that are playing here, but I, I could see a scenario where not the majority of these guys, but there's certainly some of the guys from these class play next year. There, there's I, – I would be I would be surprised if there's a guy from this class – that is a starter that we're talking about like changing the way that this defense plays right that i'm i'm just saying like don't bank on that this class will help the year following as some of those guys start to rotate in will there be some some players from this class defensively that are rotational guys that may get yes some time i think so yes Perhaps, but to me, that that's not going to fundamentally, like all of a sudden, make you a better defense. What's going to make us better is what are our starters, like what what is the the level of play from those guys, and that's, you know, that's going to be as the as as players are, you know, sophomores, juniors, seniors, and. You know, I, our younger guys are going to be a year older. That's going to help us. The guys that are gaining experience now, like all of that's going to build. But, but you have to stack several recruiting classes like the one that we have going right now before you're going to be deep enough at positions and good enough at positions like to where we're talking about anything close to Bama and Georgia. One more. OU has surrendered scores of 13-3, 14-13, 23-13. and 13. There is a ton to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, we need an over-under on uh, rotational guys for freshmen next year so we can bet on it. Yeah. All right. Figure out something good. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. This is your home for Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. The best place to stay hot this November is at Riverwind. With so many ways to win on over 2,800 of your favorite games. 
with some of the best dining and drink options around. It's easy to see why we're OKC's number one casino. It's time to come to Riverwind. The new In Motion Clinic in Norman will work with each patient to take a holistic approach to health and wellness. Functional sports medicine physician Amanda Sadler, MD, is committed to spending time with each patient to help them achieve top-level energy, strength, endurance, and performance. She specializes in the treatment of gut health issues, hormonal health, immune system support, joint pain, fatigue, and thyroid dysfunction. To learn more about functional sports medicine or to schedule an appointment, call 405-515-4040. At In Motion, what moves you moves us. Experts say it takes 10,000 hours to master a skill, but you don't have to be a master to get started. At More Norman Tech, our hands-on training gets you on the right track right now with dozens of programs to fit your future. It takes hard work to turn a hobby into your hire. So get to it. Your success story is a lot closer than you think. More Norman Tech, powered by Career Tech. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. Dreaming of an escape? What about a relaxing escape just a few steps away to your very own backyard paradise? Signature Custom Pools can turn your dreams into reality. Signature Custom Pools creates distinctive designs to fit your perfect getaway. Quality, professional, reliable. The Signature Custom Pool Experience. Call at 405-898-9098. That's 405-898-9098 for your free design consultation and turn your backyard into your personal paradise. Throughout the holiday season, shop Norman's Small Businesses and support your community partners. Small Business Saturday is November 26th, the Saturday after Thanksgiving. And throughout the holiday season, the City of Norman, Norman Chamber of Commerce, and Visit Norman encourage you to use our list of participating businesses on normanchamber.com and an interactive list on the free Visit Norman app. Shop Norman and support your friends and neighbors. This message is brought to you by the City of Norman, the Norman Chamber of Commerce, and Visit Norman. Did you know that the odds of you having a major insurance claim are very high at least once in your lifetime? How you handle the steps after the disaster determines how you are set up for the future. There are many questions you will have to answer. Restoration companies are usually the first on the scene after the first responders have left. Don't let a company force you to sign an assignment of benefits or let them tell you they will work directly with your insurance company. If you do, you might have just lost out on tens of thousands of dollars. Call Brown O'Haver today, 405-735-5510 today. What does the 50th anniversary of Title IX mean? It means I'm valued. I'm empowered. I can do anything. It means I'll pave the way for every girl who plays high school sports in the future. Just like every female student, coach, official, and administrator blazed the trail for me. Because every student deserves the opportunity to play. Encourage girls you know to participate in Oklahoma high school sports. This message presented by the OSSAA and the Oklahoma Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association.
The Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bring you this hour of The Rush on a Wednesday. Thank you for joining us the day before Thanksgiving. We'll be off the air tomorrow, but back on Friday to get you ready for OU Tech and all the great uh, rivalry week games on Friday and Saturday. Friday is one of my more uh, favorite shows of the year just because you're kind of kicking back, hoping Texas loses at 11 Mm a.m., Nebraska-Iowa, seeing how Nebraska is going to blow a lead in the fourth quarter like they did last year. They blew another lead uh, in the second half on Saturday, by the way. I think they were up on Wisconsin like 10-0. They blew a lead last year to Iowa. We were watching that game while on the air. I'm sure they'll blow another lead to Iowa tomorrow. You got some other rivalry games, so Friday's always fun. Uh, kick back, talk sports, and watching some college football. Speaking of Nebraska, I guess um, the latest name is Luke Fickle, which I have a hard time, a really hard time believing that he would leave Cincinnati to go to Nebraska, but it's a name that's emerged in their coaching search. What did we hear last year with Luke Fickle, that he wants to – Michigan, Notre Dame, Ohio State, he wants to stay in the Midwest, right? Isn't that we, what we heard from last year's cycle? I thought it was – Is it, was it Ohio State? It was definitely – he was the interim head coach at Ohio State at one right? point. Um, he was like Ohio State, he would have taken the Notre Dame job and maybe the Michigan job, but he seems pretty set at Cincinnati if it's not one of those three that come open. I'd be shocked by Nebraska. Cincinnati just made a playoff last year. Nebraska hasn't been to a bowl game in like five or six years. Cincinnati made a playoff last year. And you got to remember, Cincinnati makes like $7 million a year in media rights money. Currently in their conference situation. They're about to get $50 million a year in Big 12 money. Yep. So, I, I I would be shocked. He's about to go to the Big 12 from Cincinnati uh, minus Oklahoma and Texas, start getting massive amounts of income compared to what they've typically had. I'd be shocked if he was going to go to Nebraska and – and start that thing over. Well, Nebraska better hope so. They are um, – this search doesn't seem like it's gone well for them up to this point. Uh, reportedly, Matt know. Rule said, eh, I might just sit out this year, no thanks. And then Leipold uh, just signed that new deal. Found out last night, right? Extension through 2029. Yeah. Yeah, the The biggest problem with Nebraska for the, some of the coaches that they were maybe targeting is – like the like like for Fickle and for um, Kleiman and Leipold, they're about to go to the they're about to be in a amazing conference situation, making a ton of mo- ton of more money than they make right now. They don't want to leave. Like ever all of those teams, Kansas not not really, but Kansas State they got a chance to win the Big Twelve this year, and. I I don't know how much it's going to change, like kind of what Kansas State always has been, a team that's going to make a run every every handful of years. But with Oklahoma and Texas gone, like the landscape, like they're looking at that as a yeah as a 
advantageous situation big time. And there's a lot of job security that comes along with winning the Big 12 right. championship at Kansas State, and you got to remember how valuable that is to certain coaches. Um, I, I guess I don't really care about Kansas football one way or the other, but good for them for having a great season and they're able to lock up their coach through 2029 and he doesn't just splits at the first sign of success. Right. Good for KU. Yeah. Leipold is a great coach, and I, I, I really don't even think that we give him the respect he deserves for getting KU bowl eligible in, like, year two, man. Yeah. We didn't think that that was possible. Year two, and who knows? They may ruin Kansas State's shot at Maybe. a Big 12 championship. I sure hope not. I don't want to see TCU and Texas playing the thing. I'd rather see TCU and KSU, but... What happens if if Kansas State loses and Texas loses, it's still Kansas State, right? Uh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, 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 that's right. So, no, I agree. We Which don't... Texas plays Friday and K-State plays Saturday, so we'll know. Can I ask you a question? Mm. Is there anything to be made from this at all? In some of the crappy calls I've seen recently, I'm I'm a massive conspiracy theorist, but usually not whenever it comes to stuff like this. But in penalties, in the Big 12, Oklahoma is dead last. They're the most penalized team. In opponent penalties, they're second to last. Meaning... Their opponent is the the least penalized than anyone else. Sure. Right? Yeah. Is there something to be made about that? Um, I'm a conspiracy theorist like you. However, um, no. I, I think that you're going to come up with it. Yeah. Here's where I think that you would arrive. If you wanted to go back and say, all right, I'm going to rewatch every single game and let's see how many times OU gets screwed on a call. Let's really see if there's something up. You'll go back and watch the games, and you'll see OU's corners totally freak out in a one-on-one situation and just tackle the wide receivers. Basically, what I'm saying is you'll go back and watch, and you'll see an undisciplined football team. Now, will you see um, examples of calls that go against OU that you cannot explain? Yes, just like the uh, West Virginia, the, just like the the West Virginia game Oklahoma and the State. interception call, or excuse me, the pass interference call in the end zone. Sure, but I I don't think it's those handful of calls that have made them the most penalized team in the league. I think they've been super undisciplined this year. But still, yes, at the same time, there have been some blatant, really bad calls that have gone against them. Right. And the only reason I even say that is because I. It was it was thrown out there right away whenever we were leaving the Big Twelve that we were going to get screwed, right? The conference was going to screw us. However, they 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 saw fit. Like, and I don't know, man. I'm just it's. it's I, I definitely felt it last week more than any week this year because OU had a first down that was probably short. I I, I really couldn't tell because it was sitting in the stadium. It was probably short, but they overturned that. Okay, whatever. And then OSU is clearly like a yard short of the line to gain, and they grant him a first down, and they uphold the call. Right. Um, The pass interference call. I felt it last week like, dang, OU is getting the bad end of a lot of these calls and reviews. Yeah. Yeah. It's – it's been wild, and, and there's been more. I just can't remember. 
I, one of the things I've found myself during the broadcast of the games is I, I've never really said anything about officiating before, but this year there's been multiple times where I'm saying that's just that is just an atrocious call. It's a horrible, horrible call, and I don't know. I don't know. It's it's uh, maybe. Let me, let me ask you. So on on reviews, it's a no because you're actually going back and reviewing the reviewing the play. Mm-hmm. But let's say the pass interference call that was absolutely god awful last week. Okay, does being the most penalized team in the conference hurt you in that situation? Do officials know going into the game that you are the most penalized team in the league? And maybe you don't get you, you know what I'm saying? Well, like they're the, almost I, looking for it more, knowing that you've been how much you've been penalized th- this year. I don't think in a one year I don't think in a one year situation, but I think if you have a program that is notorious for being penalized a lot, then perhaps. Like the Oakland Raiders, right? Yeah. But I I don't I don't think in a one year and I'm more interested in how come our opponents are the least penalized? Well, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can understand. Like, if you want to say we're penalized, okay, we're undisciplined. But it just so happens that our opponent is always the most disciplined in the conference. And you've seen the most blatant no calls. in. Like, I've seen the worst pass interference call I've seen this year. Yeah, uh, with with what happened last week. Well, there and was I saw the most blatant no call in the West Virginia game. I feel like there was one in, against Baylor as well. That was that was a horrible pass interference call against us. And you know the the play against West Virginia, like that call or lack of a call, is like that. It was a that potentially cost us the football game. No, I think it did cost you the football game. Yeah. I mean, we made plenty of mistakes along the way, but I that that was an egregious error by the officials. So, and and like their excuse for it is just like ridiculous too. It's I mean, I'm trying to think of like instances this year where I've said, "Whoa, boy, oh, you got the benefit of that call, man." And the only thing I can think of TCU. Is the, well, I was going to say the interception against Iowa State that it looked like it hit the ground and they reviewed it. And they still gave it to OU. I think it was like on the first or second defensive possession that they had against Iowa State. Yeah, some of those are tough. Like if, but like TCU, there was a couple of plays that happened in that game after they knocked Dylan Gabriel out. It's like those look like makeup calls, you know. So there's been. I wonder how Texas feels. I wonder if Texas feels the same way about it. Yeah, though they got hooked up in the Oklahoma State game with a. with it, it didn't matter. They lost the game, but a punt return by Presley that yeah. they said hit his foot, which did not. Yeah, I just wonder if UT thinks that they're getting screwed by the officials. Too. I don't know. All right, uh, Here, here's a here's the bad news: is okay, you leave the Big Twelve. If that's the case, you leave the Big Twelve. Who's to think that there won't be a little bit of an initiation phase in the SEC where you're not getting the calls? Uh, no Yikes! Doubt. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush. Coming up, hour number two rolls on in studio today. Keep hitting the text on 651-3439. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network, and worldwide on the KREF app.
The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. I'm attorney Jordan Klinger of McIntyre Law. The FDA requested a recall of all ranitidine products commonly known as Zantac. Zantac was found to potentially cause cancer in the bladder, throat, liver, pancreas, and stomach. If you are one of the 15 million Americans that has used Zantac, you might be entitled to compensation. At McIntyre Law, we are committed to obtaining full justice for our clients. Contact McIntyre Law at 405-917-5200 or visit us at McIntyreLaw.com. Need a doctor now? Not sure what kind of doctor you need? Just call 405-515-5000, Norman Regional's Community Call Center. From 8 a.m. until 5 p.m. Monday through Friday, 405-515-5000, and a live person will match you with a provider that best fits your needs. Norman Regional has 17 primary care clinics throughout South Central Oklahoma, providing you with quality care close to home. Whether you need a wellness visit, a physical, sick care, or management of chronic conditions, just call 405-515-5000. Do you know what to do if you're stuck on the railroad crossing? Get out of your vehicle. If a train is not approaching, find the blue and white emergency notification system sign on the traffic signs at the crossing. For help, call the number on the sign and give them the crossing number so they know your location and can alert train traffic. Remember, find the blue and white to save your life. When it comes to vaping, the truth can get clouded. So let's make it clear. Vaping is not safe for youth. Because vaping can put microscopic particles into your lungs. And dangerous things like metals into your body. And nicotine, which can harm a person's brain development through their mid-20s. With appealing flavors, high nicotine levels, and lots of promotion on social media. Many kids think vaping is harmless, but it's not. So talk to your kids about the risks of vaping. Because when you talk, they hear you. Learn more at underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. The Mont invites you to come by and enjoy our high-quality food and drinks in our historic atmosphere. The Mont has won numerous awards, including Best Restaurant in Norman, Best Appetizer for our Great Queso, Best Exotic Drink for the Original Swirl, the Best Patio Dining for our beautifully landscaped patio. Come see the Town Tavern, OU football scoreboards dating back to 1947. We'll see you at the Mont on the corner of Boyd and Classen, or call us at 329-3330. Hi, everyone. Al Roker here. As a guy with his own catchphrase, I appreciate that after 75 years, Smokey's only said, Only you can prevent wildfires. But I'm filling in because there's a lot more to report. Like when it's dry or windy. Be careful burning yard waste, because wildfires can even start in your neck of the woods. Go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ed Council. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. 
And I invite you to shop local this holiday season. Our Black Friday sale is back for 2022. We're adding it up for your very best deals. It's our 20 plus 22 Black Friday sale. That's right, 42% off store-wide. But it's only on Black Friday, 9 to 6. Shop online at mitchells-jewelry.com or in-store. We've got ample parking and service beyond compare. Mitchell's Jewelry, 2201 West Main in Norman. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. Let's get to it. Story number one is. Um, I saw this. I thought this was interesting. That um, former teammate of Garrett Cole says he's the worst cheater in Major League Baseball history. Jeez. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yeah. Uh, coming after him there. And then uh, I thought this was interesting. Seven Michigan State football players have been hit with charges from that tunnel situation against Michigan seems a bit excessive in my opinion right I mean come on it was pretty bad it was a fight in the tunnel and I know it was I know it was ugly and and how the whole thing broke down and a lot of it was on video I liked how you had grown men running away from the situation yeah well a little weird it was weird but really I don't know I think uh I think criminal charges is a, a bit, a bit much, uh, perhaps. Well, and the other thing is, I had is, I guess, Chad Kelly. Uh, we all remember Chad Kelly, right? Um, a lot of criticism, player that had a lot of potential, perhaps, but um, uh, a bit of a gunslinger. But I guess he's been killing it in Canada, and he says that he's better than most. NFL quarterback. Well, they won the Grey Cup. Um, I think he was on the same team with, oh gosh, what was that guy from Baylor that had the meme that went viral? He looked like a basketball player, that defensive lineman that they used oh, to have. I thought he was War in number prison. two. I think he's playing, uh, I think he's on the same team as Chad Kelly. And they just the won gigantic the gigantic dude? Yeah. God, from what's Penn his State. name? Started at Penn State. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, uh, yeah, Chad Kelly, who once got so drunk or high or both at a Broncos Halloween party that he randomly just walked into someone's living room and got arrested for it. Yeah, he's having success in Canada. Good for him. Right. And he may be better than half the league starting quarterbacks right now because there's a lot of bad QB play in this in this league. You know? Sean Oakman, thank you. Sean Oakman, Thank yep. you. Outside of maybe the top ten, it, it really kind of falls off a cliff there. Um with some of the some of the guys in the middle to back end, um, I mean, you got Mills, Kenny Pickett, uh, Joe Flacco, maybe starting a game. Is Zach Wilson getting getting benched? Which, by the way, did you hear what <laughs> what Booger said about Zach Wilson? Yes, Steve Young took exception to that up there on the uh, on the desk. I think it's just the dumbest thing ever. Booger McFarland said Zach Wilson doesn't take accountability because. He grew up in a rich, rich family, family. Which he has no idea. I mean, what he's experienced in his football career. Which is right. Interesting. It's so dumb. That's like saying that, you know, Booger McFarlane, who's made a bunch of money, uh, his, he's, his kids aren't uh, accountable. There's just no accountability at all in the McFarlane household with the kids because it's a, a well-to-do family. It's such a stupid statement, but good for Steve Young pushing back. Uh, but all that to say that, 
I, I can't necessarily say that Chad Kelly is a worse option than a lot of quarterbacks yeah. right now. I'm only going with happy ones today. It's the day before Thanksgiving. Right. How about some positivity? And sure. I love to see this earlier today. We know about the tough situation with former Sooner Ryan Miner. Damon Miner tweeted out, Hello, everyone. Ryan had a positive update yesterday at Johns Hopkins. Scan showed that the chemo is working. Cancer is shrinking in certain spots, but not enough yet to do surgery. Thank you to everyone for the continued prayers and donations. That GoFundMe page is still up if you want to help out Ryan Miner and his medical expenses. Just go to Damon Miner's Twitter page. Just type in Damon Miner, M-I-N-O-R, um, and you'll find the link to that. But that's some, that's some really good news. Good, good news there for Ryan Miner. Yeah. Happy to see it. Awesome. I love that. Love the positivity. Uh, second positivity. How about OU get another commit today for the 2023 That's class? Right. A third visitor from this weekend that has committed, Kendall Dolby, uh, who is currently at NEO JUCO, a defensive back. He doesn't have any stars next to his name, but you know that doesn't mean that he's a, a bad player or anything. Obviously, I mean he's a good player if this staff is recruiting yeah. him. So it had gone cold for a while, but now you're starting to heat up here with a few commits in the past few days. Yep, that's right. Um, Coach Venables uh, really likes this kid, was talking uh, really highly about him. Um, to you, you know, he was? Yeah. He, oh, nice. He's, uh, he's legit, and I haven't seen much on him, but I know they were really excited to, to get that uh, commitment from him. And, you know, it's a uh, – I like uh, I like the junior college route, man. I, I really do. You get experienced guys that have have played a little bit of higher level football that have, you know, uh, quite a bit more coaching at you know like the similar type of stuff that you're going to be running at, at Division One programs. So I think it's good. Here's something positive. Here's something uplifting. How about a day off from work tomorrow? And there's football on all day long. Bills and Lions at 11.30. Mm. Giants and the Dallas Cowboys at 3.30 on Fox. And the Patriots at the Vikings. Sunday night football. You mix a little Egg Bowl in there. Mississippi, Mississippi State. Should make for a good day of football. Which game out of those four are you most looking forward to? Is it the Egg Bowl or is it one of the NFL games? Probably the Egg Bowl. Same. Uh, Could get a massive brawl. Uh, Could get a guy... Uh, peeing high, in the end zone, like in a the dog. end zone, and costing the game. <laughs> Didn't that cost him the game? Yes, it cost him the yeah. game two years ago. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, it did. Two years ago, it was last year the massive fight. Uh, maybe. I think it was. I, I'm last trying year. to remember what happened in last year's game. I think Ole Miss won, right? I feel like there was a massive fight. Um, maybe, maybe I'm thinking of something else. But yeah, I'm. I'm give me the Egg Bowl. Egg absolutely. Bowl should be the best. Um, you played on the Thanksgiving Day with – well, yeah, of course you did. Mm-hmm. Like it, love it, hate it? Yeah, I. it's really no different. It's just uh, – Best tradition they have going for them. It's a, it's a Thursday game. You get a couple of days off after the Thursday game. So, yeah, it's a, it's a nice bonus. I bet that Thursday night people party hard up there in Detroit, guys on the team. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, well, you know – I think a lot of guys. I feel like I was always like out of town instantly, to because t- like you would get like uh, PJ to Fort Gibson from Detroit yeah, International right. Airport. I wish. I feel like you'd have like maybe Friday, Saturday, Sunday off before you start to come back and get to work on Monday. So I think some guys skip town a little bit, maybe a little R and R there, relax, regroup, 
Do the good li- stuff. Do the Lions always wear? Do they always wear those throwback uniforms on Thanksgiving? We I always actually, did when I was there. And I, I actually them. like that. I like those yeah. better than their uh, they're you awesome. know, normal uniforms that they have. Yeah, that's 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 all I have. Yep. Good stuff. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. The word is spreading, and the ref army is growing. Keep telling your friends and family that there's only one station for true Sooner fans, and that's the Ref Radio Sports Network and worldwide on the KREF app. The best place to stay hot this November is at Riverwind. With so many ways to win on over 2,800 of your favorite games. With some of the best dining and drink options around. It's easy to see why we're OKC's number one casino. It's time to come to Riverwind. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. The Landers Tire Event starts right now at Landers Auto Group. Buy four tires, get free lifetime tire rotations, a $100 Landers gift card, and more. Come in now for the Landers Tire Event at Landers Auto Group. See dealer for details. Are you looking to save big this weekend? Havix and the Candy Castle in Old Town Moore has a huge savings event that starts Thursday at 8 p.m. On Thursday, you get 50% off everything. That's everything in both stores. Friday, it's 40% off the entire store. And Saturday, you get 30% off. This three-day sales event starts Thursday at 8 p.m. at Havix and Candy Castle in Old Town Moore. Don't miss it. Hey, Sooner Nation, Coach Venables here. If you're in a severe crash, you're nearly 60% more likely to survive if you're buckled up. The team needs you cheering on at every game. So buckle your seatbelt because safety, well, it's not just about you. This message brought to you by the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority and the Oklahoma Department of Transportation. Hey guys, it's TJ Perry here for my friends over at Joe's Wines and Spirits. It's getting close to the holiday season, and when you need that favorite wine, beer, or liquor, stop by and see Kathy and her friendly staff at Joe's. They have a ton of great specials each month, like Wild Turkey, King Estate Pinot, and so much more. Joe's is open Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., or Sundays from noon to 5. They're right here in Norman, 1330 East Alameda, or you can visit Joe's Wines on Facebook for all their monthly specials. Belmar Golf Club offers a whole new world of recreation and excitement. Our Junior Olympic Size Swimming Pool offers a family-friendly atmosphere with poolside food and beverages perfect for all types of summer pool parties. In addition to the best golf course in Oklahoma, Belmar is also a great place to hold corporate and fundraising events as well as magnificent and memorable wedding ceremonies. Call 405-364-0111 or stop by 1025 East Indian Hills Road and check out our first-class facilities and exceptional service. 
Are today's interest rates bumming you out? Are you looking for a new home in the Deer Creek School District? Then West Point Homes has the solution for you. With our preferred lender, we can offer interest rate buy-downs and or closing cost assistance on many of our beautiful new homes that can close by the end of the year. West Point Homes starts in the mid-300s and is located in some of the most desirable communities in the Deer Creek School District. Please call 405-985-4320 or visit westpointhomes.com. Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Don't wait till December to save with Section 179 tax deductions. Hurry in to Great Plains Kubota and lay claim to a new tax-saving Kubota because our inventory is selling fast and the end of the year is just around the corner. The time is now to ride a new Kubota off our lot and your taxes. So shop a Great Plains Kubota near you and let our brand serve your equipment and tax-saving needs. Or check us out at gpkubota.com. Again, that's gpkubota.com. Subject to credit approval, consult your tax advisor. Go to kubotausa.com for full details. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Central Oklahoma Buick GMC dealers bringing you this hour of the rush. Text line says, how about OU versus Nebraska basketball at 4 o'clock tomorrow on ESPN? Boomer! Yeah, Sooners and Huskers. Thanksgiving tradition, man, with the Huskers, just like you yeah. remember it. Playing at 4 o'clock on, the, <laughs> on Thanksgiving afternoon. There's no spread attached to that game. Both teams are 3-1 uh, and one on the year. ESPN matchup predictor, OU has a 65.6% huh. chance to win. Nice. Nebraska um, ball. Is, um, oh gosh, what's the coach's name? Uh, uh, Fred Hoiberg. Is he still there? Uh, I think, maybe. God, that's a good question. I'm guessing he is. I haven't heard much uh, about Nebraska hoops. Well, uh, that's to good. talk about with Nebraska hoops, other than that amazing arena that they have. Right by their football stadium. That is cool. Smack dab in the middle of their downtown. It's I mean, a great it is setup. Sweet. Teddy, it's one of the best college hoop setups that I've seen. And for a team that notoriously sucks at said sport college hoops, their well, bars are just like right, I mean, literally right there by the arena. Well, God, so is the perfect. football setup. The yeah. football setup's amazing, I, too. The whole setup of Lincoln, I was just blown away by how awesome it is. Yeah. No, you're right. The Memorial State, like the football stadium, has a great setup, but the basketball arena has an even better setup. Yeah, it's cool. the The whole area is awesome, and I'm I, I don't know. I guess because of the, the it was an early kick, but you know, I still ha I don't remember. Did, did everyone 
did people hang out downtown? Oh, Is that what you guys did? People hung out downtown after the game. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of lines. So I got done with the pregame show, or excuse me, postgame show around four thirty or so, and it was still it was still going on. Right. Well, those were the undefeated days. How about that, huh? That's the thing. You know, this year's been tough, but we'll always have Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> I'll always have the drive back from Omaha on Sunday, thinking. <laughs> I mean. Just a little bit different around here. Yep. A little bit different these days around here. Yep, yep, yep. Man. <sighs> that game it, seems like it was three years ago. I know. And it all went wrong the next week against KSU. And then it went wronger against TCU, and it went wrongest against Texas. <laughs> yes, that's a perfect sum up to the season. And after that, it's just been kind of hold on to your butts. Um, That's what makes me nervous is the last time we thought this team uh, was like, all right, starting to turn it around. Let's go. Very next week it goes bad. That's why I'm a little bit nervous about the defense because all this week it's been, <laughs> these guys are starting to get better. Look at them. Yeah. We're taking like we're getting all these optimistic texts about the uh, defense. I'm like, God, don't don't let it be like every other point this year where you brag on someone and it goes bad real quick. Three out of four of the last games, though, defense has played – um, good enough to win the contest. Uh, Iowa State, West Virginia, Oklahoma State, and those aren't great offenses by any means. Um, I think Texas Tech falls into that category too. Although Shuck, uh, big dude, six five, can throw it around the yard. He's actually running the ball better than he has. They're gonna have to prep for three different quarterbacks, or what? Yeah, yes, that that's what you're gonna have to do. And they've got a really interesting running game as well. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush is coming up next. <laughs> 